17th of May 2022. We've just passed the commemoration, the 2565th year since the perfectly self-awakened Buddha uh, passed into total Nibbana. And so this time it passes by very quickly. And for us, we've been born into this life. And there are many people who pass away at the age of 80 or 90 years old. There are many who do this. And today, there was a monk, uh, Lumpo Kam, who passed away at the age of 81. He had a a branch monastery of Watnambapong in Det Udom province. And he would come here to Wat Mabchan frequently every year during the Katina ceremony for the last 10 years he would come here along with another monk, Lumpo Sompong. But this other monk, he passed away first. So we see that for the lives of all of us, having been born, born into our mother's womb. And when uh, we're born, then if our bodies aren't complete, then there's a lot of suffering that our parents feel. And, but this is just a matter of sankharas, these conditioned formations, these conditioned bodies. When some babies are born, some survive, some don't, some have to be put into incubators. But whatever the case, it's Sankara. It's a conditioned phenomena. And something that has conditions which bring it into being. And so there are physical conditions. And there are mental conditions. And all of these have degeneration and ending as their natural state. So for us, we should contemplate this and something that the members of the Sangha, the bhikkhus, they should contemplate constantly into how we have this nature of separation there. We have to be separated from the things that we like, from the things that we love. And also how all beings are uh, the owners of their karma, heir to their karma, born of their karma, abide supported by their kama, and whatever actions they do, whether they're meritorious actions, demeritorious actions, they will be the heirs of those actions. So we contemplate this in order to bring up heedfulness, in order to try to build good kama, to do good deeds. So we need to understand these sankharas, whether they are physical sankharas, mental sankharas, that they're not the mind. You need to be able to separate these two out, sankharas from the mind. And it's like a computer and someone who uses that computer. So in that computer there needs to be a space for information to be stored, what we call the hard disk. 
And so the person who uses it can turn on the computer and get that information from it. But if certain kinds of information um, have been destroyed or they are lacking, then the one who uses the computer can't use it anymore. They're not able to um, control that computer. It's the same with our brains, that our minds order the brain to turn left, to turn right, to smile or to frown, to cry, to laugh, to stand, sit, walk, lie down, to eat, to drink, to speak. But if certain parts of the brain aren't functioning, then we won't be able to uh, give orders. These orders won't bear fruit. So say if the part of the brain which is in control of the balance of the body, if that deteriorates, then the brain may order the rest of the body to, to be in balance, but uh, the body just won't be able to do that. That order won't come through. And so that's what happens when the brain deteriorates. Or the part of the brain responsible for memory, sanya, that that deteriorates. But that's not the mind. That memory is something that's able to degenerate. So previously at Wat Nambapong, that um, Ajahn Chah, his brain went through degeneration. So sometimes he wasn't able to recollect people's names. Sometimes he would be feeling happy, but he would cry. And he would say, well, I'm actually feeling happy, but um, he would be crying all the same. And normally when someone's feeling happy, then they laugh, they smile, but he would be crying. And people would see him and they would think, well, he's kind of like a child, you know, crying sometimes, laughing other times. But he wasn't really like a child, it was just a symptom of that dysfunction of the brain. And he would say, I'm not actually feeling upset, it's just, um, this is just what's happening. But we need to be able to understand the nature of the mind and the nature of the khandhas. That there is the five khandhas, is the body, uh, feelings, perception, mental formation, sense consciousness. These are the khandhas, but the mind is another thing. So when we say that the Buddha passed into total nibbana, he passed away, what passed away were the five Kundas. And he didn't pick up any new khandhas, that his mind was completely pure. So for us we should try to train ourselves to be heedful. And perhaps if we reach the age of 80 years in this life, well that may happen, we may uh, reach less than that, less than what the Buddha reached or perhaps get to the age of 80 or maybe 85. And so if we do reach the age of 80, 
We can ask ourselves, well, how old are we now? How much time has passed and how much time do we have left? If we're at the age of 60, then we've got 20 years left. If we're at the age of 50, then 30 years. If we're 40, then we've reached the halfway point of our lives. So therefore we can't afford to be heedless. What is it that we want? Where will we go? That this present moment, this life that we have now, is for the sake of building goodness, for the sake of raising up merit and skillfulness and doing this a lot. So there are some people who have the faith to come to ordain. There are Thais and there are people from overseas. And like now we have two or three um, Anagarikas who have this interest, this intention to ordain. And that shows that they've built up a lot of merit in the past, that there's a lot of skillfulness there that they've raised already, and to be able to see the truth of suffering. And the suffering that is there in their lives that has passed by already. So some people think that practitioners and people who come, that they have it very easy, and they don't meet with much suffering. And sometimes there can be a lot, and to the point where you go without sleep, because you're so full of worries, and get things that we don't desire. Or maybe there's a lot of kindness there in our hearts, and we feel sorry and pitiful for other people. Maybe our mother, our father has problems in their lives. And so this is the noble truth of suffering. And therefore this dukkha, the stress or suffering, it's right in front of us. It's waiting for us. There's the suffering of this body which needs to break apart. So when we say the passing of the Buddha is passing into final Nibbana, and we say that his khandas were put out, they were extinguished. But if it's someone who still has defilements there in their minds, they haven't yet extinguished the defilements, then we can't say that they've extinguished the khandas. It's just that they've got old and their bodies have broken apart. But the mind will go and find new khandas. And the mind will go to the next set of physicality and mentality. And so it just um, depends on how much merit or demerit that we have created. So we should try to contemplate this first. And when we pass away, then we pass away through goodness. In this present moment that we have now, then we use that to be virtuous, to be generous, to chant, to meditate. And we can think that this day, today, is our last day. And this is a way of recollecting death. And give a comparison to it being like a cow or a buffalo that's in the slaughterhouse. And each step that it takes 
is one step closer to its death. So it's the same for us. Each step that we take, each breath that we take, we're one step, one breath closer to death. And the number of breaths that we have less left are reducing steadily. So we should think um, that if we live to the age of 80, then how much time do we have left now? And these lives of ours, they don't go on for long. And they're just uh, very fleeting. And it's like a drop of dew on the tip of a blade of grass. And when the rays of the sun hit it, then it dries up very quickly. So we should look back and reflect upon our lives. And since we were born, since we were babies, and if we're 30 years old now, we look back from that time that we were born, these 30 years have passed by in a flash. Well, for some people, they're 60. They're by over those 60 years, and they've gone by very quickly. We've passed being a student, we've passed working a lot, and now that we've passed all those things, what are we going to do now? As the time that we have left is getting less and less. So we should contemplate death like this. And we do this many times in the space of one day in order to bring up heedfulness. And who knows, perhaps the state of the nature of the Dhamma will appear for us. We see all beings, it's like they're running towards their death. This jnana, this knowledge can appear. Seeing how life is not sure. And this can really go deep into the heart, really hit us in the heart. We ask ourselves, well, what are we going to take with us? But we don't reflect in this way for fear to come up, but rather it's a sense of heedfulness that arises. So we should reflect upon this and build up a lot of goodness. And this goodness that we create, it abides within our heart, it stays there. And whatever the case, we need to be separated from each other, from our mothers, our father, from our siblings, from our children, from our friends, from our disciples and from our teachers. So for myself, before when I was at Wat Nombapong, I would sit right at the end of the line um, when we were eating the food, be right at the end. But now, if there isn't a special event, then I'm right towards the front. But it's not that I feel happy when I'm there at the front, because I reflect on all of those who used to be in front of me. There was uh, Venerables, Ajahn Tong, Ajahn Jan, Ajahn Maha Sompong, Ajahn Maha Mon. All of these elder monks, all of these terrors. And there used to be Lumpur Kam, but he too has passed away now. But before his passing, the um, King Rama the Tenth, he gave him the title, this Jao Kun title, uh, to the level of Raja. And when he became ill, then the king took him as 
uh, took care of him as his own patient. And so this is the great merit that he had, that at the end of his life that he received this goodness, this care from the king. So we should see that whatever the case, we need to meet with separation. We came into this world individually, and we need to be separated. But if we don't understand the Dhamma, then we need to be born again. We need to come again. And why is that? It's because in this realm of sensuality, that if there is still this delight um, for sensuality, then we need to be born here again. But we can consider that the reason that we're born here is to study, to study the truth. And then through that, the number of lives that we have left grows less and less. But if there is still this delight there towards sensuality, then it's like we've failed the test. And if our grades aren't enough, then we may get born in a lower realm, be born as an animal. If we don't have any interest in creating goodness, then the mind just falls lower and lower, gets darker and darker, the quality of the mind steadily reduces, and we get born in a realm that is dark, that is uh, painful. We should see that being born into the human realm is a great merit for us. And so we shouldn't be heedless. And this is what the Buddha taught just before he passed into total Nibbāna, to not be heedless. So for us, we should set our hearts on that and being heedful in this life. And it's not sure. Are we actually going to reach the age of 80? That's not sure. So may you all set your hearts on this.